0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. I called Iowa State University climatologist Elwin Taylor last Monday to attempt to assuage the curiosity that I have over Why corn yielded this well despite the drought last summer? I told him that I'd lost a bet with my nephew, who has a degree in precision ag from Purdue, that my corn yield would not be as good in 2021 as in 2020. I asked Dr. Taylor that given short subsoil moisture reserves and so many stress degree days, why corn yields outperformed as they did. Soybeans are a stress crop and given the early start in August rain, good soybean yields were not a surprise. That did not carry over as well to justify better-than-expected corn yields. Taylor said that the early start subsoil moisture reserves being underestimated, relatively cool soil temperatures, and late-season rain kept the corn crop back from the brink. Taylor said that tiles were still running last summer, just a trickle but still running, but not all were. The dry June sent roots down into the full soil profile to retrieve all the moisture in it. I was a little surprised about the soil temperatures. I did not think that they could stay cool with so much heat in the air. The hot wind also blew a lot which should have warmed up and dried out topsoil. The early start allowed good foliage coverage of the ground before heat arrived in the summer. That's probably an additional benefit of no-till. I think that seed genetics have also improved relative to drought mitigation. Whenever any of the mitigating conditions did not exist, yields suffered but we hear less about that. There are some 100 bushel per acre differences in top corn yields just miles apart. USDA had most of their plots harvested for the October crop report, so the November update should tell us if the better-than-expected yields were as universal as bears think. Dr. Taylor strongly noted that the 2020-21 drought just seen was just a precursor of what is coming. He highlights the 89-year drought cycle with 2025, give or take a year, winding up with the Dust Bowl of the 1930s. There should be a multi-year drought period with some years better than others. Next year could be better here as we are getting some subsoil moisture recharge, but there is a La Nina which doesn't correlate to record yields. I asked him if the drought in the west in California was this cycle's Dust Bowl and he said no. The last Dust Bowl was centered in Oklahoma and he thinks the coming one will be located close to that region again. He said that much improved conservation farming practices and crop insurance should bring farmers through the coming drought in much better condition than in the 1930s version. Farmers will not respond by pawing up more ground like they did in the 1930s and can opt for a prevent plant or zero the crop out for insurance if there is no rain. Crop prices tanked in the 1930s in the Depression, so as long as we may not get another one of those, we should fare better crop prices could compensate for lower yields. I asked him what impact climate change could have on this drought cycle and he gave one of his classic coy answers. He noted that if the drought cycle misses that it would be further evidence of climate change occurring. We have seen weather events become more intense because of climate change. The media will of course blame this 89 year drought cycle on climate change floods, hurricanes, droughts, temperatures, wildfires, etc have become more extreme, which is attributed to the record warm temperatures the planet is experiencing. That would seem to favor this coming drought as becoming historically intense in the Great Plains as in the West. Taylor says that the coming drought nearing our doorstep should be the drought of this century, just like the 1930s was the drought of the previous one. I think that we are going to reduce our tillage further and stick with crop rotation. No need to spend any money on tile for a while. The trend has been for some improvement from extraordinary drought this fall. Mid-Pacific equatorial ocean temperatures have been trending cooler since early September, reaching a negative degree centigrade, which is very La Nina-like. RJO's trade estimates for the USDA yields next week are for a modest increase in corn yield from 176.7 to 176.5 from last month. Remember, that is 5.3 bushels per acre higher than a year ago. Yeah, I lost my bet. The highest yield estimate was for 178.7. Trade sentiment has turned bearish, particularly for soybeans, so average trade estimates for yields would no longer be bearish. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110.